0: Hey, this is Brett. Brett, it's Joey Gingola. Hey,
1: Joey, how you doing today? Good, how you doing, man? Doing good, doing good. What's going on? Not too much, just uh, a couple goofy sales jobs and then just switching to the car real quick. <laughs> yeah, starting the brokers through all the insurance, which I'm excited about. They're a Heffernan spinoff. Um, you know, have a lot of fun working with the uh, insurance nerds guys. You know, they've been really inviting but, yeah, just trying to get some cool tools in place, you know, move quickly. How's everything on your end?
0: Oh, you know, just another day, man, living the dream, uh, talking about insurance and marketing and all that fun stuff. So.
1: Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's an interesting world, man. I mean, there's always the same talking points about, you know, the silver tsunami and all that and getting younger agents in. I've been around it for four and a half years, but full time for a year and a half. It's funny how, like... I don't want to say exciting it became, but everyone at the same time realized it was a good opportunity. You know, kind of, kind of funny how it worked out.
0: Yeah, I mean, so what's your what's your story? Like, what, you know, what what brought you into the business?
1: Yeah, I uh, I grew up around a commercial moving company, um, doing corporate relocations, and was looking for a way to figure out how to add value to the real estate guys rather than just always asking them um you know what's next you know where where's somebody moving so i got the insurance license to get ahead of the deals and it it didn't work out like i thought at all you know because people just move over the policies or that you know they didn't want to get into it with their customers but
0: yeah
1: that was kind of my first toe in the water and then um you know a couple years later ended up at a brokerage full-time but they were kind of funny with my paycheck and then Ended up at what I thought was a tech company, but was more of a leads company, and that was a little goofy. And then, you know, helped a friend with, a like, a spin-off from a company, but then that ended up being kind of funny, too. So, at the end of the day, just decided to start standing up my own shop. You know, I felt like some of the opportunities I was being given were similar in the exposure. You know, like, you could get fired anyway, someone's taking the upside, so why not take a little extra risk? and, you know, maybe work a little bit harder on the side and then just start standing up a shop. So that's what I'm in the middle of right now. Um, Yeah, I'm excited every day. I can't tell if I'm dumb or smart. You know, every day I'm kind of excited and kind of nervous, you know. And uh, I think the most interesting is when you have a job, like you create within like a sandbox, but when you're on your own, it's like how can I be productive? How can I be effective? What's going to be the most valuable thing to do today? So it's fun, you know, kind of chewing my way through that. And, yeah, you know, I got a bond last week. I got errors and emissions last week. I sent some names off to the state of California for approval. So it's, like, right in that that beginning, you know. Um, it's fun. How's everything for you guys? What, any kind of new points of emphasis or anything you're trying to bring to agents or anything I can help you guys out with from, like, a thought side or just from a chewing on, you know, kind of content idea?
0: Yeah, I mean, we're just always looking to, um, you know, kind of get a feel for where the industry's at on you know on the ground level and and try and help you know steer everybody in the best possible direction i think you know so it's just constantly how do we share what's really happening what's really working um yeah you know and and, i like that and i think that's you know it's 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 finding as many effective and efficient ways to kind of get things done as possible and and kind of Mm -hmm bring those those willing together you know i i hear a lot of, a, a lot of people that are you know out there they feel like they're kind of on their own they don't really know what to do or the things they want to do they don't you know find tons of support for within you know whatever you know corner of the industry they happen to kind of occupy so it's just mm-hmm. putting all of those pieces together i think is is interesting and you know, occasionally challenging but you know it's it's mostly um mostly exciting you to talk to you know people like yourself and kind of figure out where you're at, what you're trying to do and you know, who might be you know, able to
1: I think. Well I think I think the most interesting sort of sea change is two years ago everyone was scared of insure attack and thought they were gonna come eat their lunch, but now I think people are realizing it's just an extension of what already was. You know, I would argue there hasn't been anything too too groundbreaking. I just think you can operate a little lighter, a little leaner. Um, you're, you know, you can do more with less, you know. If anything, I think it's exciting. Um, and I, I really do feel like that next class is kind of excited in there. Like they're starting to kind of establish themselves, you know, like the G&E guys, you know, out of, uh, I think it's G&E. Or
0: maybe G&G out of Boston, actually.
1: Yep. Yeah, g and um, Yeah, you're seeing a really, you know, kind of the next way to put their stamp on the industry. I just don't think the changes can be as different as people expect, you know. It's just going to be lighter offices, more people working from home. Um, Ollie has a cool thing going on, so it's a launch from the Heffernan Group, and they're helping you know brokers and agents stand up their own shop. And so they have all the back resources. You know, they get you some great commission splits, and they can be more involved, and you get a lower commission split if you like, or you can take it end to end, and they just get you the markets and give you some you know agency management tools, all that. So they got a, they got a pretty cool next generation thing. Um, I spoke with Ave Insurance kind of right there, too. I would say the biggest difference is putting everybody on a couple floors in the office. They're just finding ways to share communication, you know, platforms. And you'll have people in, like, a region working together as opposed to, like, a cubicle, you know. Um, there's a couple little brokers who have helped out with projects or, you know, work with Emerson on some cool flood stuff. And they got a team of, you know, five or six people in a virtual office, you know. Same thing with my friend Tor Insurance out of Fullerton. So you got these smaller operators doing the whole work life, you know, remote work thing too, uh, and just keeping the overheads super low, so it's, you know, it's cool. I think that's actually the footprint that's coming next, you know. You'll have, like, a, you'll have your main street kind of store, but then you'll have six or eight people who are working remotely coming back. Like, I went by my friend's Allstate the other day, and there was one guy in there, and there was full desks, you know, so...
0: I think that's what's coming. Well, for sure, I think uh, we are just starting to kind of realize the importance of getting the work that doesn't need to be done on-site accomplished off-site. Yep. And I think that's a very – I don't want to say it's a slow realization, but it's something that, you know, it's like, hey, listen, like if you're going to have somebody physically in an area that you're trying to do business in, what, what is it that, you know, like you said, what what is the most – Valuable thing they could be doing with their time in that location because it's probably not making a policy change.
1: Um, yeah, yeah.
0: And and what does that I look like? What? yeah, so what does that look like when you know more and more agencies start thinking that way and and mm-hmm. more and more back office stuff is handled offsite? You know, it's just it's not it's not mission critical like in like in the sweatshop sort of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well and then yeah, people are willing to kinda of work longer, sort of different hours too because they're able to work when they need to work and kinda of handle other stuff and kinda of everyone trusting everyone to be adults. And and sorry for jumping in, I kinda of have A D D and get excited in these combos. Um I think it's a hybrid, you know, it's not one or the other, it's not black and white, it's it's gray, you know, or rainbow, who knows. But it's not a limited spectrum, you know, it's not you were this and then now you are that. It's uh, how do you intelligently use the tools of today? You know, and I'm, I'm driving through Orange County and right now, looking at buildings that I know have multiple floors, you know, of uh, insurance companies. So I, I don't know when it gets to the point where those kind of remote guys can disrupt the Titans. I, I still think that's a ways out. Your corporate guys are going to be playing their game for the next while. But I think that middle market, the small market, is definitely going to be taken over by nimble, creative people, you know. You see it a lot in real estate. I feel like everything in real estate... Even that industry slows like five years ahead of insurance and now you see all these like really slick boutique offices that have great marketing and everything else. You know, I think that's going to come to insurance, you know, your your clever little five to six person teams are going to be able to look just as good or better than your monsters who all look pretty similar,
0: you know. I mean, for sure, we're going to be able to do a a lot more with a lot less bodies. yeah. You know, as the as things truly get integrated and and things become easier, I think that's that's the the one thing that is you know fascinating to me is, is what does that look like and who are those people, um, and that's where I think you know you you're just gonna have you, you're gonna have a lot of you know like you said like you've got the five six man shop like but they they might be able to handle again like what 5 or 10 agencies were doing you know 15 to Mm twenty years ago so what does that world look like is is kind of interesting Um, and
1: and I don't think I'm going into too much detail on, but one of the shops all they did was pull people that they used to work with at the Giants so it's like they're selecting their own little like deal teams you know and putting your most talented people together and just trusting them Um, yeah that model's cool now I could send you some boutique like cool little real estate companies and I think next you're going to have insurance companies looking as slick as like those little kind of small nimble real estate companies you know like i uh, i have broker brett which is my swiss army knife but i filed for some real generic kind of names of the state of california for an actual brokerage you know and i'll definitely be trying to you know look sharp you know and have some specialties that you're focusing on it, and that low-hanging fruit that really easy stuff is the only stuff i think that's going to start getting kind of automated but it's the stuff nobody should be or wants to handle anyways, you know. Um, yeah, that that kind of bottom rung of stuff that you can kind of auto bind without too much
0: effort, you know. So I'm I'm kind of interested. I got to know this. You're moving from the the uh, commercial moving space.
1: Yeah.
0: To I want to sell insurance, and you see an opportunity. Like, what is like the most appealing aspect of that to you? Moving from what sounds like a fairly established position in yeah, yeah. You know, slightly, pretty, pretty different industry, I would say.
1: I was doing okay. Um, your best office moving salesmen are gonna hit six figures, you know, maybe a little bit above that, which is phenomenal income. But you have to sit on top of every project, and you only get paid per deal. And you gotta deliver. You gotta help invoice sometimes. Maybe you gotta even help collect. Insurance you just get that snowball rolling. Um, you get paid on that sucker every year, you know, not, not saying anything kind of new there, you know, that people don't know, but, uh,
0: you get paid renewals I think we have renewable income. What's that, Brett? You're telling me that's crazy. I didn't know that. Oh my God. Exactly. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's just, it's a salesman's
1: dream. And especially like five years ago when I first looked at it, there was nobody my age trying to get into it, you know, and just barely were cracking, you you know, the edge of that right now. Um. I think it's great. I love dealing with business owners. I love dealing with B two B sales, like kind of more direct handling something being trusted, being an authority. Business to consumer, you know, I'll definitely do it as part of pay my dues. But I don't know. Yeah, the moves were weird and stressful. I'd rather handle the stress once and then account for ten years than have to get like the same size deal each you know each year to make the same income. So yeah, it it was a no brainer for me once I saw how it worked. You know.
0: So I mean, how far how far are you into the process? I mean, are you are you are you? What are you? I guess let me ask this: like, what are you targeting? Have you kind of gone through? Have you gone through like your first renewal cycle yet, or like what's that look like?
1: No, uh, I worked at a, a traditional brokerage for a year, so I didn't let's see the renewal there. I have a general idea what I'm working on: just middle market, kind of home auto, and then. Um, there's about 40 startups five miles from my house, so I was going hit them up for directors and officers, yep. you know, maybe a more involved cyber policy, yep. but really just get in with, you know, Ollie and Heffernan and say, what are you guys riding well? You know, what are your underwriters like? Um, what have you seen successful lately? You know, and then just kind of lean in the network. Um, I've got a broker brews, so I got my networking meeting I can kind of lean into. I got some great contacts there. Um... You got my old real estate guys, even though I know real estate isn't always the most prime thing to chase, but I got an old real estate network that I can kind of lean on. And yeah,
0: just kind of bit by bit and see where I get traction and,
1: you know, load up on that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, and one thing I think just, you know, from experience sometimes, and it depends on the way, and I think this is the one thing that is certainly going to change. Um, is that you know, like the renewal process isn't, you know, I mean some of it, you know, some some personal home and auto people don't touch for years, but um, you know sometimes it's just as much work to keep the account the second year as it is the first. Uh, yeah, I can see that. And um, and that's where that's where it gets challenging, and that's where you know, especially, I mean, me coming, I came you know, out of the health insurance space, and and you know, you got paid, you got paid less on the renewal. You know, they would cut. The renewal commissions, they're starting to do that on the home and, and the auto, I think, on the personal home and auto. I don't th- I don't know if they do that on the commercial. I'm not a big commercial guy, but I don't. I haven't heard of it. It's. I think it's pretty steady. But, you know, so when you're getting... It's usually... Getting, what's that? Your brokerage. I think for the most
1: part, it's your brokerage that'll be doing it too. It's the terms that you kind of sign up for. You know, um, a lot of brokerages will do like a 40-20 split or a 40-10 on commercial, but it's a, it's the shop doing it, not necessarily the insurance company.
0: Well, right. So, if you're not direct, if you're not contracted directly yeah. with, for sure.
1: But um, I'm excited. I like the insurance too because the numbers were so straightforward. Like I sold copiers for a year, and you know they they told us they paid X, but really they paid a fourth of that. You know.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: So I don't know. I just like that a lot more straightforward.
0: Yeah. It's, a, it's I'm, I'm nice. Yeah. No. i I'm, I'm. It's like I've been, and I've had. I've I've run across a lot of like you said younger people that are like really excited and see a lot of opportunity, um, and and that's that's interesting. I, 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 that's that's good, you know, because the other part of <laughs> the other part of the opportunity that we haven't even touched on is the fact that you know it, it's the the existing crowd is so. I'm gonna say experienced and I think you know what I mean by that. You know, so there's gonna be a lot of opportunity for the people that are they're gonna be riding off into the sunset. I guess it's just a matter of the only thing I think we may be underestimating is how long that fifty five to sixty five crew wanna stay in the game yeah. to where they might just bleed those books dry and it might not be like the tsunami of of like, you know, business that's up for grabs and it just might slowly trickle out as they just kind of, you know, if, if you know if that if that guy that owns that agency that's got six or seven people in it and he's like man this is my yeah. this is my retirement policy i'm just gonna i'm gonna do you know oh, totally. so i i I'm, i could envision a lot of that happening um or i, could I agree. see i could see again a lot of people just selling out to you know um you know where the money's going so that's possible too but who knows
1: that that small business thing uh people are just kind of riding out being the king of the castle going to a place where what they say like goes and yeah, yeah people love that man like those, those older dogs and nothing against it like they love just rolling in kind of talking shop going for a long lunch yeah. occasionally streaming the masters yeah. Yeah. and i don't blame them you know um i think that'll definitely happen i, I think you look for growth in new markets right now like but it, it's pretty obvious i'm trying to figure out what's kind of unobvious and un- unsexy where there might be good opportunity. because of course like drones and cannabis and all these places that it's literally a new market you know
0: yeah. it's
1: going to be a a good place to kind of start trying but yeah I, I just try to think through my own experience in life and uh something that just may not be chased that much you know so that's what i'm working on today you know trying to figure out what that's going to be and I, yeah, I even put a question out on linkedin about it twitter just trying to feel out what people think is a fun opportunity right now. Um, I love the openness of the community though too, and I feel like there's a ton of smart, nice people around, you know, their thirties to their fifties who are willing to help you out and contribute and I more often than not, especially the people you talk to online, I feel like you come across an abundance mindset, not a scarcity mindset and you know, people are willing to help each other out. You know, and it's it's really cool. I think it, some of the smartest, nice people I've met have been around insurance. <laughs> you know, and, well.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll take it. I'll take it, Brett. I'm not going to argue with you there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah, I mean, and I yeah. obviously the abundance thing, right? And this is the thing that's killed me. Yeah. And it's, well, it's interesting that you've had that experience because, you know, I've talked to plenty of agents who, if you really get down and dirty into, the, like, the, you know, um, you know, some of the smaller, like, old, you know, just... So like there are there are spots in the, in the throughout the country obviously where you know they view you as your competitor and it is not open and it is not hiring and and it's the exact opposite. But I think that that tide is definitely turning. Um, you know but that's the question I got a long time ago. It's like, well, why you know are you afraid of anybody you know stealing your ideas or whatever? It's like, listen, one, most people are very rarely a direct competitor. You know, I mean, you're in like you yeah. said, you're in Orange County, uh, you know, trying to sell something very specific to a very specific group of people um you know, yeah. the, you know there's i mean i'm sure there's tons of competition in your area but for the people that you are conversing with online the people that we've you know already discussed they're not your direct mm-hmm. competition so it's like what's the point and two again you know i always looked at it as listen if i'm te- if i'm sharing something with somebody i've already got a pretty good handle on it you know so it's like
1: yeah oh, good point yeah
0: you know i mean it's it's if it's 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 up to you to to decide to want to catch me. And, and I think that's, it's not like a, you know, it's just like, listen, if you, if you want to come along for the ride, come, I'm glad, you know, I think, I think that's how we all kind of view it. It's like, listen, we all kind of want to bring everyone with us because Mm -hmm. we think we have, like you said, we have that, we have that feeling towards the industry where we want the industry itself to look good for everybody that kind of experiences it. So.
1: Yeah. And to your point too, about executing or out executing people, um, You know, I've had plenty of failed business ideas. I've had plenty of things I want to work on. The idea is it's it's okay, but you're really just kind of pulling it out of the ether. It's not even really yours, you know. Um, It's the execute, you know. Um, But, yeah, it it may be a product of being in Orange County where there's ample, you know, opportunity. If I was in a small town and there's two brokers, I could see them having a, uh, you know, a showdown on Main Street. but. Yeah, out here, there's, there's plenty of things to get specific and work on. Plus, there's just such a benefit to specializing, you know. Like how good Emerson, those guys are at flood. It's nice. You know, they take care of that. Um, my friend Chris, he only does aviation risk, you know. So, it, it's just finding where you can contribute and do things responsibly. I'm actually taking a sailing class, I think, in October through a local community college. <laughs> so You know, play around with some dinghies. I was like, I'll start, maybe I'll start reading the yacht insurance. Maybe I'll start actually learning how to insure a boat properly. You know, so it's fun, you know. I
0: mean, what I love about, and this is the one thing that's interesting and kind of complete contrast to where you're at, to where a lot of the existing, you know, family, we've been around forever, agencies are, and it's like you are, you only want to specialize, right? You only want to look for that angle. You only want to look for that that specific opportunity that you can kind of be better at than Mm -hmm. somebody. And and there's still this this rampant generalist mindset that um, people... Are some somewhat ro- romancing and, and kind of yeah. kind of holding on to? Um, oh, I don't know. I want to be
1: general to lay like a base to have like a basic knowledge because I still think I'm missing some of the low level blocking and tackling. Sure. Um, you know, just what a core form goes to what on a commercial line. Like yeah. you do X for this type of foundational house. I really want to know the general stuff, but I think the fun is those few verticals that you're really intrigued about what they do. Like I had a, a friend who worked with a ton of print shops for years and he just found it fascinating. I really like those business owners, you know, I want to find that, you know, that, that vertical that excites me and I got to share knowledge with, you know, but I still think there's that basic blocking and tackling you want to be able to do as a, a good professional, you know, but I don't look at that as the the long term game plan, you know,
0: yeah. No. I mean, are you looking to operate just in uh, California? Or are you looking to expand, like, to, like maybe a couple state region, or
1: hopefully this doesn't sound too ambitious. But yeah. in an ideal world, um, five years from now, I'd be a partner at what would mainly be a commercial brokerage, but we could handle some personal, you know, as our clients needed it. And then I'd like to have some low hanging fruit that could auto bind, maybe even nationally, maybe just a few cool, you know, products. And then um, help out with a couple of insure tech startups. Like I'm helping out with one called Lifeguard. It's at lifeguard.insure. Um, it's an API, you know, widget for brokers to do, you know, automatic comparisons based on their current policy. Like I love helping out startups and being around them. Um, I was a part of a, a FinTech one that failed, you know, two years ago. When I say failed, just didn't, we didn't make it, but we learned a lot, you know. Um, so, yeah, I want to contribute to startups. I want to have a few easy things that combine, maybe even nationally, and then, you know, regionally do commercial because I enjoy it, you know. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah, so. But if someone, you know, if I have a commercial account and they're like, hey, can you help me out with, you know, my home, my car, maybe my boat, you know, I'd love to be able to help them out with that, too, and not let another fox in the hen house. you know. So.
0: Yeah.
1: Kind of the way I think about it. So there is a little bit of that protection. I want to cover stuff, but. You know, generally it's find a few things that are exciting and be able to do the more straightforward stuff, you know, kind of the, and it's never one or the other, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. I think it's a lot more both or gray, you know, or transitional than, you know, I think people give it credit for. There's no reason to pick a fight, you know, you don't have to choose Republican or Democrat for a primary, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, well, you know, you know. What, I, what I've always, what I've seen that works the most is the people that are just decisive, regardless of what yeah, the decision okay. is it's like listen this is who yeah. i am and what i want to be and this is how i'm going to do it um no that's true you know regardless of what those answers are it's just picking and then doing uh is what i've always you know that's the one thing I've, I've admired from you know anybody that i've kind of you know again just kind of looked up to in the industry No, that's
1: a that's a really good point like maybe choose your battle, you know, what, what's your yeah. first battle, you know, and be really honest with yourself about what you're trying to accomplish, you know? yeah. So maybe for me, it's that middle market home auto and bops, you know, nothing crazy, but just simple enough things that I can turn over that'll bring enough revenue um, and go from there, you know, we'll get really good at those for six months to a year, you know, and then try to start eating bigger, bigger things, you know, I feel like I'm, like, trout fishing right now, and then I'll move up to salmon, you know? Um, I, n-
0: I know nothing about fishing, you know, but I, I think that's right. I <laughs> sure.
1: Yeah, little a little late, guys. You know what you mean?